Jennifer Ford Berry with the 29 Minute Mom podcast, and I am back again to talk to you about kitchen cupboards. This is the second week of the Organize Now Challenge. I hope everybody had a successful time getting their kitchen countertops and surface areas organized from last time. And today I want to come back and talk about kitchen cupboards. And the first thing I want to ask you is, would you be embarrassed if I looked in your kitchen cupboards? Does that make you just cringe? Do you have a hard time locating items in your cupboards when you need them? Or when you open the doors to your cupboards, do things fall out on your feet and on your head and really frustrated you? So I want to dive into the cupboards because I know this is something that is super important. And if you listened in last week to the podcast, you know that I have said it a million times that the kitchen is crucial Um, a crucial place to organize because it's something you're in every single day. It's the one room in your home that everybody sees and it's super important that it's efficient, it's easy, it's simple because, you know, just the fact of opening up the kitchen cupboards and something coming and falling on your toe or your head is just not a way to start the day or end the day for that matter. It's just something that we can eliminate from our lives. There's no reason for that to happen. So we need to take control and get organized. And another key... Um, you know, is to make sure that you are going to go through this week and look really deeply into the cupboards and be honest with yourself. You can't organize any space if you're not honest with yourself. One of the ways I'm, you know, I've heard people not be honest with themselves is they'll say, you know, I'm going to keep this just in case, or I'm going to use this someday or maybe. And really if I said, well, when's the last time you use this? It's been two years. Is that worth keeping? That's not being honest because you're not using it someday. You're not using it maybe. You're just not using it at all. And that is perfectly fine, but let's not waste this valuable real estate in our kitchen cupboards over something that we're not going to use. So um, with the challenge, I'm going to just remind you, especially this week, because this is a big um, area to cover. I want you to push yourself further than you've ever pushed yourself before with these kitchen cupboards. I want to make it super, super simple. And so there's going to be things where you look at it and you're like, it's an automatic yes. I use it every day. I use it every week or I just absolutely love it. And that's a definite keep. But then there's going to be things where you haven't used them in a long time. You're not sure if you even like them anymore. And I want you to put that out into a plastic bin, like one of those, you know, um, what are those, eight quart bins, or even a cardboard box. And I want you to put those maybes, or if you had to um, live without it for three months, you could do so. And that's going to go into what I call as a holding tank. So part of the holding tank is just something that you can't touch or use for the next three months. And the holding tank is actually going to make it super easy because you're not having to completely part with this. But it's still not going to be taking up your room in your kitchen cupboards. And you're going to be able to find out real quickly if you miss it, if you need it, or if it's time to let it go. So what we're going to start with is I want you to go to the cupboard closest to your dishwasher or your sink. And one of the things that I like to talk, you know, when I set up kitchens, I want to store things where you use them. So near the dishwasher or the sink, Things that would go into that cupboard would be glasses, plates, cups, like 
plastic cups or even coffee cups, and silverware because this is stuff that you're constantly washing, drying, putting away, putting back out. Same process happens on almost on a daily basis, and I want you to be able to have it be super simple to put these things away. Now, the coffee cups, maybe that's going to be, that's one of those iffy things because it might, you might have a coffee pot or a Keurig somewhere else in the kitchen. You might want to store coffee cups closer to that, and that's completely fine, but it's, again, where you're using them the most. When you're going through these cupboards, I want you to toss anything that's broken, I want you to toss anything that you never use. I want you to look real closely at the coffee cups because I know, you know, just, I do the same thing. I mean, there's just certain coffee cups that I always reach for because I just like them. Some people like big coffee cups. Some people like small coffee cups. It doesn't really matter. It's just the fact that if you, for example, love a big coffee cup, you're not going to touch those small coffee cups very often. And maybe you have, you know, a mother-in-law that likes to come over and have a small cup of decaf. It's okay to keep that cup for her, but we don't need five of them. Okay, so want you to remove also anything that is an excess, in excess. So, for example, plates, um, glasses silverware, um, serving utensils, things like that. You only need so many of those per, you know, for your lifetime, because in a week's time, you're going to keep washing this stuff over and over. So we don't need a setting for 20 in the, um, that we, you know, do once a year in the dining room for Thanksgiving. We don't need those plates in taking up our everyday valuable real estate in our kitchen cupboards. So I want you to keep the plates that you really use all the time every single week. I don't want you to keep more than you actually are using. So for example, maybe, you know, for, it, and it depends, you know, everything I'm saying today, it depends on how much cupboard space you actually have and how um, aggressive you have to be with saving space. So for me, I have a family of four and we have a set of eight plates and that's more than enough for you know most of our entertaining. I do have Thanksgiving plates, but I don't keep them in there. They're in with the Thanksgiving decor. So I don't have to take up my space in my cupboards every single day for those. The other thing that, okay, so that's what's near the dishwasher or the sink. The next area we're going to go into is anything near the stove. So near the stove, you would be storing things like pots and pans, spices, pot holders, anything that you're constantly grabbing when you're in the middle of cooking on the stove. Now, pots and pans, it's much, I actually personally like to keep um, the lids for the pots and pans in a drawer above the pots and pans, but not everybody can do that. But I do think the lids are really nice in a drawer because they're so thin and they don't, they're not as deep as the pots and pans. But depending on your storage space, you might stack them, you might stack your pots and pans inside of each other. You might um, keep the lids on the correct pots and pans. It doesn't matter. You just have to kind of look at your storage space and figure out what's going to maximize that space for you. But the biggest thing you can do is, again, be really honest with yourself. How many pots and pans do you actually need? And say, for example, there's a frying pan in there that you only use for camping in the summer. Consider keeping that pan with your camping supplies if you're not really using it in the kitchen or if there's pots and pans that came with the set but you just never touch them that's okay to let those go too maybe some of your pots and pans just aren't in great shape anymore and maybe they're not healthy maybe the 
the um, Kefalon's rubbing off on it. So be real. Take a, take a few minutes when you're doing this and really look and see if those pots and pans are even good for you to be cooking on. The other thing is spices. I like to keep spices near the... Um, the stove because that's where I'm grabbing and if I'm in the middle of cooking I don't want to actually have to walk across the kitchen to grab spices so again now that we're looking at spices you can there's all sorts of ways to store spices but you don't want to store spices that are expired so this is a good time to just really look at your spices what you're using what you're not using what's expired and actually part with those that are no longer you know useful to you and then if you don't have a lot of cupboard space you can always keep your spices in a drawer and if you don't have a lot of drawer space to get even more creative I love putting um, sheet metal on the back of cupboards and actually having them be like having the getting the magnetic spice containers and putting them onto the sheet metal. So I can post a picture just to give you an idea of what that looks like um, underneath this, but I will do that. And, you know, I'll definitely do that. I've done that with several clients and it works really well and it's just so neat and tidy and it's so um, simple to install. So Let's see. We also have, so basically what we're doing is restoring like items together. Those things that we use near the dishwasher are there, the things that we use near the stove, um, and even the coffee, the coffee pot and the coffee cups. So anything while you're looking through stuff that is broken or no longer working correctly, when you find it, you want to let it go. You also want to remove anything that you're only using once or twice a year because it's not worth, again, taking up space for something you're not pulling out very often. And we can get creative later on. You can either maybe put a shelf in the basement or a shelf in your garage or put it, you know, into another storage area in the house and that's easy to get to when you need it. But if you're not using it more than once or twice a year, I would remove it from your cupboards altogether. One of the other things I want to talk about today and... Again, if you have, if you're following along in the book for this challenge, which um, this is actually from week 23, we're on week 23 right now in the Organize Now book, and that gives you tons of tips and steps to do in your kitchen cupboards. I can't cover them all in 29 minutes or less, but that's what the book is for, and at the back it will give you all the maintenance tips for how to keep the area that way. But one thing I really want to talk about right now is and it it not it's not necessarily um listed in the book because I've just noticed it over the last few years even more than ever is that I think we're kind of getting to be a society that's not um we're being you know we're we're buying in bulk a lot and but we're not necessarily using everything we're buying. So what I want you to do is I want you to use up what you have as much as possible. So this is a perfect example. A lot of times in homes I'll see paper plates, cups, napkins that were bought specifically for a birthday party or a graduation party or a special holiday. And once that holiday or that event's over, they just you know go into storage and they're still taking up space, but they're not necessarily being used. And it's one of those simple things that now, not only are you taking up space for this thing, this item, you've you're not getting your money's worth and you're going out and buying new napkins that you have to use 
or new paper plates. And I was recently working with somebody and I noticed this, that they had a lot of these paper plates and cups and silverware in the basement, but Hanukkah was coming up. So what we did is we put them into a little um, carrying container with a with a handle on it. We set it right next to um, the kitchen table and we loaded it full of paper and plastic items. And what happened is not only did we save space where it was being stored in the basement, she didn't have to go out and buy more. And it saved her from doing a lot of dishes during the holidays. So it was the perfect time of year to just use up that stuff. And you know what? Even when it's, say it's a leftover birthday party and it says, you know, maybe it's Dora the Explorer and your daughter turned four. Who cares when you're, it's just you and your family eating dinner, pull them out and use them up. I mean, what's the big deal if it's not that person's birthday or it's not that special occasion, just use the stuff up. It's better than storing it. You know, you're never going to have another Dora birthday party. I mean, let's be honest. So use it up. And, and, and on that note, even if you did do it, you probably won't have enough napkins and plates left for a full party. So it's no, there's no reason to keep it. Another thing I get to see a lot of excess of is plasticware. And the thing about plasticware is that, you know, here's the thing. First of all, and it's not that good for us. So it's not even worth saving for a long time because plastic containers are bad for us, right? They're bad for the environment. They're bad for our food. They're bad for our health. But if you have, for starters, the correct plasticware, um, and it's, this, you know, you have a newer, um, a newer package, a newer um, set, and that's great. But sometimes you have to really take a look at your plasticware. It's been around for a while. It's been in the microwave. It's been in the dishwasher. It's been heated up 15 times. It's time to let it go. And it's not very expensive, so it's easy to get a whole set, you know, at TJ Maxx or Marshalls or Target for under $20. Sometimes it's worth just starting over. So if your plasticware has gotten completely out of control, you might just want to start over. But the biggest thing is I want you to pull it all out and I want you to go through and match up the lids because if you don't have the correct container for the correct lid or vice versa, it's not worth keeping. Just let it go. And again, think about how much plasticware you really truly need. I mean, you don't have to save enough plasticware for the rest of your family to have a to-go container every time they come over for dinner. And don't save so many of those things that come from cottage cheese containers, margarine, um, you know, things like that. If you really need it, absolutely. But when you've gotten to the point where you have 20, 30 pieces of this, it's time to let them go. Because like I mentioned before, you can only use so much of this stuff within a week and you are going to wash it and reuse it anyway. So you don't have to save as much as you think you might have to save. Okay. So we've talked about excess. We've talked about, um, Spices. We've talked about where, what to keep, what to put where. The other thing that I want to say, since we're talking about the kitchen, is the um, when you're thinking about storage and you want to save some space, here's some of my favorites. Um, dish stackers, which I will post a picture of, that, that actually... You know how when you take, say you have a, a, the large plates and then the small salad plates or the appetizer's plates and you stack them up, but it's hard to get to the dinner plate because you have to pull all the other plates off it just to get to that one dinner plate? These stackable um, plate holders will actually break that up. And you'll see on the picture, I use them in my house so that I don't have to lift off a 
a stack of plates just to get to the ones in the bottom. I love those. I also love to use Lazy Susans or turntables inside of a cupboard because they actually are great for like um, bottles of things like oil, vinegar, they, when you, things get lost in the back of the cupboard, those are great because you can just spin it around and find out what you need. I'm going to, if you go to, um, my Instagram, there's a really good video I did of a small kitchen and I will try to find that and post it again up here just so it's easy to find. But basically when you're talking about lazy Susans that are built into the cupboards, like usually they're in a corner cabinet, those things, first of all, if you're about ready to build a house, do not ever put those in your house. They are horrible. And the reason why they're horrible is because they cannot hold a lot of weight. And I know this because of so many I've seen over the years, but I used to have it in my old house. And I tried storing my, when I didn't have a pantry, I tried to store my canned goods there. And it just got too heavy, so it came off the track. So when you're talking about um, Lazy Susans in the corner, try to only store light things on it, like plastic bowls, or bigger things, maybe one or two small appliances because they don't, they don't seem to hold up over time. But you want to start big things on them. Anything small is going to eventually, you know, the kids are going to slam the door shut. It's going to fall off the track, fall behind um, the Lazy Susan and create a mess. So try to only store big things there. And another thing that is really great for um, just, you know, actually – gating space is there's these awesome these awesome containers you can put in your silverware drawer which actually makes it a two-tier so you can store things underneath and actually double your space so I'll put that up and for anybody that's storing cookie sheets um, you know cutting boards you can even take a dish um, drying rack flip it sideways and put it in the cupboard and use that or you can just have somebody install one of those um, dividers right into the cupboard because that keeps things standing upright so they're not laying down and having to get stacked. And then again, you're back to the story where you have to pull the you know all the ones off the top to get to the bottom. I'm going to be sharing um, some of the pictures of my cupboards this week and in the Organize Now Facebook group. But I encourage you guys to share yours as well. And I want you to just make sure that you're being honest, like I said, going through your cupboards. And make sure that if you do empty a cupboard, you wipe it down. There's something to be said about, you know, how often are you going to have an empty cupboard? So just clean it out while you have, you know, a minute. Grab a rag, wipe it down, and try to... Try to make all your cupboards something where you can easily pull out whatever you need quickly, but also it's easy to put it away because a lot of times people don't put stuff away and they leave it on the countertop because it's too difficult to put it in a cupboard. And if you had, I mean, say for example, you have a blender sitting on your, your countertop and I just came in and I cleared out your cupboard space and I maximized that space and I made it so the cupboard, the blender could go really quickly and easily into the cupboard right next to where you use it, I guarantee you would do it because why not? It would take you three seconds. So make your cupboard super easy and maintainable. Push yourself to get rid of more than you even think is necessary. Um, jars and containers, things like that, extra things that you're going to be saving for someday. Consider possibly keeping them in a different area, different storage. Maybe you have to go down to the basement and get the 
the empty jars when you need them. It's not a big deal. And also make sure that you are kind of thinking outside the box when it comes to where to store things. Because maybe you have no, no more extra room in the kitchen for those platters that you use for entertaining, but you have a hutch in the dining room that has some empty space. That's fine. Put it over there because it's something that you can easily access if you need it, but you don't have to trip over every single time you open a cupboard. I will definitely be posting pictures of ideas. I will be available if you have a question. Just ask it right underneath the podcast or ask it in the group. I want to see those pictures. I want to see progress. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that there's so many other people out there that have um, cluttered areas in their home just like you, and it doesn't make you a bad person, not at all. And a lot of people simply just don't know how to do it. So uh, I highly encourage you to go through the book along with this challenge. And if not, um, maybe even ask somebody that is really good at organizing that's in your life that can help you. And also, you can go on to the group and just ask for help or ask me. I'd be happy to encourage you. I think that the kitchen cupboards is something that can really save you a lot of time. It can, you know, save you stress. It can save you energy. And it can make you even enjoy the activities that go on in the kitchen even more, such as cooking and baking. I know if I, you know, I'm not, I don't absolutely love cooking. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite activity in the world, but if I had to, you know, go through a messy cupboard just to get to one measuring cup, I probably wouldn't want to do it at all. So if you're in that place, it's time for a change. And it also will make it a lot easier for your family to put things back where they belong and to keep up with keeping this area, um, clean and cleaned out and easy to use. So I'm going to wrap it up today. I want you to save the rest of the time actually going through your cupboards and getting things done. And I want you to make sure that you share all of your, you know, highs and lows with us. But also when you're all done and your kitchen is sparkling clean and it looks great and those cupboards are looking really nice and tidy, take a picture and please share it with me. I'd love to see it. And also give yourself a pat on the back when those are um, completed because if you don't recognize your your efforts, you won't want to keep going with this. And it's just one tiny baby step at a time. So if you can't do all the cupboards today, that's okay. You can pick two or three and do two or three tomorrow. It's, there's no perfect answer. So I thank you so much for joining me today here on the 29 Minute Mom where we know every, every minute counts. And good luck in those kitchen cupboards.